Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. All you peoples. All you peoples, welcome back into our multiverse. What? That's right, we're back again. I know, I know you missed us during that week stretch. Pretty soon. They're gonna get a gap without us. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, I know. We're gonna be. Uh, we're not gonna be so at next, our place. Next. So. Week, yeah, I think a couple more weeks we're good, and then. And then we're off. We'll let you know. <laughs> you know. Then you can make plans to do something else and enjoy yourselves. But stay tuned until we reveal it, so you keep <laughs> listening to us. Talk what we talk about. They can't help but listen to us. Oh, I know. All right. Lots, lots to get into. Across the board. Everywhere. In our multiverse. There's only a little bit of football stuff. But I just want to mention it because (laughs) it just cracks me up. So, first thing is Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick got a tryout, which is fine. Yeah. I think he should get a tryout. I think that's awesome. But I was listening to the radio and they had uh, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk on. And I don't know people's opinion on him. I, I've heard of him. I think he's fine, but he said... Look, I've said this before. Everybody has awful takes. Yeah. You know, you guys might think I have awful takes. I don't care. It's my take. <laughs> I never have awful takes. Well, yes, you do. That's not true. <laughs> you don't live in denial. But... I don't. I live in acceptance that so anyway. I have all good takes. <laughs> Maybe you do. Maybe I just don't listen to you. <laughs> just open your ears, man. <laughs> I'm just like, here he goes talking. <laughs> here he goes in our dumb opinion. Don't even listen. Like, you know what? Maybe if I listen, I'd be like, you know what? He's right. <laughs> Dang it. I mean. The, the student has surpassed the master. Mm, there we go. <laughs> but anyways, so I think he should get tryouts and, and yes. see what happens. But he was on, and it was local, you know, sports radio, which I don't listen to that much, but... When I do, you just, you just happen to. something always happens to get me talking. So he was on and he said, I don't understand why Pete Carroll doesn't put his money where his mouth is and why he didn't have him in for a tryout. Because if Colin Kaepernick had a tryout with the Seahawks, he would beat out everybody in that roster and be the starting quarterback. And I'm like, based on what? Now, this has nothing to do. I supported Kaepernick. I hated Colin Kaepernick. Why I thought he was an awful quarterback, couldn't mm-hmm. stand him. I mean, he was a 49ers Yeah, and obviously he was a 49ers quarterback, so we were then, like, Ugh. But then I didn't think he was very good. Like, he was dangerous with his legs. That's yeah. what made him was because he was dangerous with his legs, right? So anyways, but when the whole kneeling stuff happened, I was like, well, this is ridiculous. Everybody's going crazy about this. Like, everybody now, I mean, you know, you fast forward now and you can't tell anybody to do anything because they have the right to do it. You can't tell them to do anything. I don't. You're infringing on my rights, my mm-hmm. rights, my rights. But when he was doing something that was within his rights, everybody's going crazy, right? Yeah. So anyways, so, you know, I support him through that. And I think and he should get a chance. Well, he really should have got chances years ago. <laughs> a but lot now, sooner. now, it's been six years. We've talked about this before. There's no way Seattle should get him. No way. And that I would want him to. And the main reason why most teams won't is because... If you don't sign him, okay, so the Raiders said he looked great. I don't, they didn't sign him, right? I believe they I didn't, didn't sign him. I didn't see anything. So, so okay, if if he goes through the rest of the offseason and he doesn't get any works, workouts and he doesn't get signed, do the Raiders look good for trying him out? Seattle did that and everybody criticized them. And it yeah. was like, but they had Russell Wilson. 
and that was like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? And now, so he's older, he's 34, he hasn't played in six years. So if he can't run the way he could, I doubt he can throw better after six years. So how is he going to beat out guys who have been playing, regardless of how good, good what or you bad. really think they are, okay? I don't think that Gino is amazing, but I would take Gino over Kaepernick. You know, right now, and I would have took him over him back then, too. <laughs> I hated him as a quarterback. <laughs> but, but really, though, like... Cause that was that was pure hatred. Yeah. Now it's more just. It's been a long time. I would if Kaepernick makes a team and goes crazy and it's the greatest story ever. I'm gonna watch it when they make it into a movie. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna get you in the feels. I don't yeah. want it. I, but I don't think anybody should try. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but especially the Seahawks. And I just thought that that comment was ridiculous. I was like, it, he would. He's just better than both of them right now. Yeah, like, okay. Like, he's Colin Kaepernick. He's not Tom Brady. And if Tom Brady stopped playing right now, and then six years, he was, like, going to come back, and you said the same thing, I'd be like, it's been six years. He's 50. How old is Tom Brady right now? (laughs) Probably almost 50, actually. Isn't it? No, I think he's 45, right? Yeah, he's, like, 45. Yeah, he'd be, like, 51, and people would be like, he's the greatest. Now, granted, at least there's a kind of an argument there. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> you know. You actually be like, well, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Exactly. I'm like, that's not as crazy a take as this Kaepernick one, but it's still crazy. Yes. So, yeah, I just had to just say, you know, Mike Florio, like, I know you got a lot of listeners. You talk a lot of football. That's an awful take. We got more awful takes coming up later, though. Let's and go. And I'm gonna rant for a long time about that one. You you got you got a nice Twitter thread going <laughs> earlier this week. That was that, like like we joked about before. That's trending for me. Yeah, you when were. I get like 50 likes on something, I'm like, look at me. <laughs> but no, and people were commenting that, but we'll get to that. It's about basketball. Yes. But now we gotta talk about Drew Locke for a second, and <laughs> so the OTA the started, and. Uh, well, actually, did we talk about Levi Lewis, lefty Levi Lewis from Louisiana Lafayette getting released? Did we talk about that uh, last week, or did it happen after? Oh, I don't remember, but it made me sad. Yeah, so you were sad, and then I, I was saying how it was either they didn't like what they saw from him, they really liked what they saw out of Drew Locke and Gino and Jacob Eason, or they just were making room to possibly sign... You know, or trade for Baker because everybody keeps talking about that, or just make room, and then they end up signing Marquise uh, Goodwin, and you're like, yeah, okay, like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Like honestly, I would have just kept cool uh, lefty Levi Lewis. I I would have kept him in a heartbeat. Not not to be rude. Like, look, I want any person that well, I shouldn't say any person because if they signed Colin Kaepernick, I wouldn't want him to do good. Well, I guess that's not true. <laughs> well, it'd be like you better do good. Yeah, exactly. So I want him to, you know, be a, a, a useful part of the team, not like yeah, Dorsett. Exactly. But you know, I just don't see it happening. Uh, so I, that was your favorite like, agent let's signing. Just, let's just sign a guy. And I'm like, you don't have to. You know, just, it's fine. We got an open, open roster spot. It's cool. Unless something, like, really, you're like, oh, we need this guy. You don't got to do it. But anyway. But they had to. <laughs> so the OTA He's about started, to be our wide receiver one. And so the Seahawks posted a couple passes that Drew Locke made. And the reason why this is funny to me, before you say, why does everybody get all hyped up about a couple passes? That's what I'm about to talk about. Yeah. 
So we already were interested in seeing Julog play. Like, yep. Sorry. You can One hear the second, dog. and we will get back on this Julog subject. <laughs> Stalling. He's going crazy. Anyways, uh, so we we were we liked him when he was in Denver. We were kind of like interested and hoping he'd get a chance. We wanted to see him. But then when you know when the trade happened, we were kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get what you, <laughs> you get what you ask. We were all, I, was, I was a fan of you over there. You know, we were asking. But he is the person that we want to see the yeah. most win the job of who's on the roster and see what he got because there is talent there, despite what everybody keeps and saying. He's got swag. There's talent there, and I just and again seeing him with his with his swag with his swag. <laughs> I don't, it's just it's, in it's camp, refreshing in camp with Pete Carroll with that music blasting and Drew Locke is oh, like being God. ridiculous oh, like, man. Look, some people are going to hate it I and love look, it that's great and, and if he does all that and he's like bouncing around <laughs> and, and he's awful then I'm going to hate it too <laughs> but if he does great like right now what is what do they talk about you come to this environment you have fun you play better that's kind of the idea you know you're relaxed you know, they're still focused. They're still, yes. you know, the X's and O's and all that stuff. But it's supposed to be this have fun, be yourself kind of environment. And if you flourish, then everybody's, it's all great, right? But if you suck, then, you know, you suck. And we're going to see. Totally fine with that. So he makes a couple passes. And all of a sudden, the timeline is totally different with Drew Luck. Maybe not. No, there was that one, I told you about like a week before, where he threw yeah, the ball into uh-huh. the net. And now there's these passes. One to lock it and one to Penny Hart. And... You're like, okay, yeah, they're nice deep balls, but this is OTAs, you know? Now, yeah. now I mean, yeah. You, I mean, it's, I, I guess it's good to know he's making those passes, I guess. <laughs> right, exactly. But, it's like, but suddenly, you look on the timeline, it's like, look at that. Oh, my goodness. And I didn't know he could throw it. And like, because all you listened to was the hate or all you saw was the bad stuff, which, again, you can find, well, I mean, I would assume you could find a highlight package and an there is a highlight package a for almost package. everybody. Yeah, and you can find, you know, bad plays by almost everybody. Yes. You really wanted to, but most people don't go look for that because why would you? <laughs> you know, it's a you know, you're watching a come on man or whatever. You might yeah, watch I... a couple of those, but they don't show everything. And they go, you know, through all sports when they do that. But yeah, I just thought it was pretty funny how quickly it changed. And it's like I'm the same that I felt before. Like, we'll see what happens. I, I'm hope I'm optimistic, but I'm also don't think. <laughs> no expectations, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I expect to win more than five games. Like, some people are like, oh, they're not winning more than five games. Like, I think I'm. My expectation is six or seven. Yeah. If you get past that, then I'm like, oh, okay. You know, with with him at quarterback. Because if he's the quarterback and that happens and he plays good, then I think you keep him. But if it's worse than that or it's Gino, I don't think you keep Gino just because he's been around for a little while. Like you, I mean, I mean, you keep him, but you don't. You use your picks next year on a quarterback or a pick on a quarterback if it's Gino. If it's Drew Locke, you can still go. You know, there might be something here, so let's just keep putting pieces around him and see. Some people might not agree with that, but that's okay. I'm not John Florio, so yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's all I really wanted to talk about football-wise, because I thought that was funny. 
I mean, you didn't even see the passes. I didn't, because I don't need to. It's fine. But that's just funny how... Oh, Just yeah. how things work with people. With the Twitter. Yeah. It is pretty funny. And their, like, perceptions and stuff that leads them to have, like, these takes on these highlights. And uh, it's really nothing. Because I'm sh- pretty sure you can find throws he's made in games in his first few seasons. Yeah. It's probably not that hard. There's more than a few. Yeah. Pretty nice you know. throws. No, you can find some bad throws too. Yes. And some bad decisions. You know, you know, you know what he says, you know, he throws it up and it's 50 50 <laughs> is no idea whether it's gonna be picked off or not. You know? And that was like my favorite I quote love from honesty. Was it this last season? No, I think it was Or was the season was, before. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, that was like my favorite quote from that season. Ugh. He was like, I don't know what happens. It's just, I just throw it up. Again, when he's on another team, <laughs> that's a great quote. I know. And now you're like, oh gosh, no. Uh, uh, oh, Drew Locke, I really want him to start. <laughs> just, let's just have fun this year. I know. Let's just do it. We're just gonna Who cares? Exactly. But All right. I mean, if you, if you just, if you're having fun and you don't have expectations, I mean, think if you're like, I mean, if you're a Lions fan, like you should just want to have fun this year. Yeah. You should not be like, oh, we're, we got a, why am I forgetting his name? Aiden. Aiden Hutchinson already, <laughs> you know, we got him and we got, you know, we got this guy and oh my goodness. No, no, no. Just have fun. Just be like, we're building something. We're building something, and you know maybe we don't have the quarterback yet, but that's okay. Let's just have fun. That's how you should look at it. If yeah. you're getting all bent out of shape about everything, yeah, you're gonna get mad about it all. And the same thing this year. Like I'm. Oh, that was the other thing. Penny. So Penny got. Oh yeah. In the OTAs, he's not participating because he had a slight hamstring issue. And again, everybody's going all crazy, and I'm like. I get it in a way, but at the same time, it's the first OTAs. At first, I heard that and I was like, "Wait!" And then it's like, "It's nothing." It's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Because at first, you just hear injury with Penny, and you're like, "Oh gosh, not again." Yeah. But then you also got to read into it more. Yeah, exactly. Like, and people don't always do that. The sticker shock, right? At first, you're like, "What?" Yep. And then you're like, "Oh!" But then when you really think about it, you're not paying him that much. He exactly. He could have got more somewhere else. He stayed. It, it's not a crazy contract. It's one year. It's an. It's a. Will he stay healthy and earn that bigger? Contract? You, you know how people are with you know, one year contracts because you know even though Bobby had one year left, they're like I'll oh, get rid of him, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, well, that was one year. You know, they're like one year nineteen. I'm like, so what? What else? One year. Using? What else are you using? The You're about year? to be off the books. So. Yeah. But you know, I didn't. Didn't think that was a big deal at all. Still don't, but we'll see. Now, training camp starts and he has a, a hamstring issue. Well, then yeah, I'm gonna be a little bit concerned. But right now, I don't care. Is he having hamstring surgery? Yeah. Then who cares? <laughs> oh, it's news. And and I'm okay. I know. I get it. This is why I don't like to listen to the local sports radio that much because they, you know, they they're on everything right yeah so they gotta talk about it all and i'm like you should hear them just dogging the mariners right now and i'm like oh yeah so we were talking about that excited the other day. about the mariners and now they just hate them i'm like there's like 120 games left almost and you guys are hating everything about them it dissing everyone and it and I'm, just over. Like, and I'm like so if they turn it around are you gonna say you know i mean 
I don't know. Like, I'm not saying you can't criticize. Of course you can criticize. But it's not just, they're criticizing every aspect of like every, but every time I turn, like I'll, I can't listen to it for too long because I'm like, dang. Like, just say you're disappointed and you wish these guys would play better and say there's still plenty of time left. Like somebody was like, you know, they would have to play, uh, you know, to, to get to 90 something wins, they would have to play at this pace. And I'm like, yeah. And if they are good enough, they'll do it. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> you know, like, I just, I, it, it's a lot of time. It's left. not like teams haven't done it before. So I don't, uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's get to the NBA. This week, they revealed the official All-NBA teams for the... This is official. Official. We didn't do this. We should have. Ours would be They should have have brought us in. I I don't think they were terrible. I was fine with it. 2021-2022 NBA season. So your All-NBA first team, you have Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and of course the MVP, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I mean, I think to me the one that stands out, and it's because of the playoffs, right, is Booker. Yes. You're like, well, Booker shouldn't be on there. It should be Steph. But that's why you either... It depends on what side of the fence you're on. Are you one of those people that think they should wait till after the playoffs before they announce and do awards? Or you're fine with it? If you're fine with the way they do it, then you should be fine with Booker being on it because they had the most wins. We talked about him not really being in the MVP race. Yeah. He, You know, he played great. But then, when they needed him to be great in the playoffs, he didn't. Yeah. And then, you know, you got Steph doing Steph things. So, it that looks bad. But everything else about that, I'm like, you know, the people mad about Embiid, they're like, there's one center on the team. You're not going to put the MVP. Even if you even if you think that Embiid should have been the MVP. But he wasn't. And didn't that happen one year? Didn't somebody, like... Mark, wasn't Marcus Saul defensive player of the year but was all, yeah, like all, second all team, defensive all second defense. team yeah. and people were like wait yeah so so ridiculous things like that have happened but it shouldn't happen yeah so yeah I mean like you said the first team's the first team's good congrats to all all NBA second team even Devin Booker even Devin Booker Steph Curry DeMar DeRozan Kevin Durant Joel Embiid and John Morant okay good for DeMar This one could be a little trickier, right? DeMar was awesome. Yeah. So now it really does depend on who you're trying to take from the third team. Or Okay, so Mm -hmm. let's just spoiler alert. LeBron's on the third team. Yes. Do you think that Durant, DeRozan, and Jaw all deserve to be on there? Now, Jaw plays a different position. Mm -hmm. But, you know, deserve to be on there above LeBron. Now... I can see all arguments. I'm just curious. Like, you, do you think LeBron got snubbed? Uh, not really. You being a LeBron guy. No, I didn't really take it as, like, a huge slight on him. I thought he was great, you know, when he was playing. But I know he wasn't, you know, super healthy, and that plays a factor. And, and he, he played 56 games. Yeah. And it's like, you know... Yeah, I don't. I I see why they got like a Demar and Katie and Jaw in there over him. I didn't think anything much of it. I think he has a case to get in over maybe Duran or Demar. I don't really see how. I feel like Jaw had to have been on the second team this year. 
Yeah, I mean, well, see, his argument could... Now, I'm not saying for LeBron, for Jaw, necessarily, but because of all the games he missed, mm-hmm. I could see some people saying, well, how come somebody was... And not only he missed those games, but they played really good without him. Yeah, that's a good point. And so I could see, you know, people who think Trey should have been second team. Like, I could see that argument. But, again, I I think it's fine. I don't think yeah. there's... I, but I can see some arguments there and I, when like, I, I w- would have been cool if he was second team yeah am I do I think he got like totally snubbed or robbed no well, yeah plus I mean I, I, I think all those guys are deserving we talked about how it is kind of LeBron's fault like for for as great as his numbers were it was in, I shouldn't say it's his fault they didn't make the playoffs because Anthony Davis barely played. So, yes. So if you really, but really you know, want to put some, a lot of blame on somebody, it's got to be, you know, the glass the, man. Yeah. <laughs> but LeBron wanted Westbrook there. Yeah. And it just doesn't. And didn't he just ask for a trade? Was that legit? I. I saw. Don't it. think so. Okay, I saw somebody or something. I don't remember that he he requested a trade, but. I don't always look at... Sometimes I just look at things in passing and I don't care that much and I don't... Yeah. At the time, so... Anyways, continue. But yeah, that's your All-NBA second team. And then on the third, as you mentioned, LeBron. LeBron on to kick off All-NBA third team. Along with Chris Paul, Pascal Siakam, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young. Ice Trey. Now, the only one I'm on that that I'm curious about is Siakam. Like... I heard him talking about on uh, the, uh, inside the NBA guys saying that he really came on in the second half. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess I didn't look it up, but I was just kind of like, I thought he had been a disappointment most of the season. Now, I mean, like I said, obviously, he might have come on, but, yeah, I don't know. Do you know? Uh, seemed like he was coming on a lot of... 30-point double-double, 30-point triple-double, 29-point double-double, 20-point double-double. That's just, like, that's towards the very end. Um, Trying to see if I can find a bigger, like, scale. His statistics and everything are great. I'm just wondering, because I remember coming into the season, there was a lot of talk about, you know just him really taking off taking that he he's been at a level for a few years mm-hmm. and so everybody's saying you know he's gonna go even to that next level and he didn't get there and so that's why i just kind of like huh was there nobody else that could have been there or it, does he get it on a little bit of reputation from you know just the expect not not reputation but the expectation and then you know i mean mm. hey look they made the playoffs again he's the best player on that team so he, he was you know if we want to look at like scoring wise and stuff he was playing his best basketball towards the end to help give that push nice, nice. Nice, that, I'm the last couple of months like march and april because like towards the end is when i'm really paying attention uh-huh. and i'm like kind of quiet yeah i just didn't hear anybody really talking about him and i mean but you know maybe a lot of times that just happens there's always somebody that people are talking about that deserve to be talked about yeah and so it's good that 
despite that, he's all NBA third team. So. Someone, someone up there recognized him. There you go. Oh. There you go. Those yeah, congrats are to all those guys. Teams. But, oh yeah, so I found the tweet. It says, "Report. This is one day ago. Westbrook has formally requested a trade from the Lakers. His lists include Warriors, Bucks, and Heat." And then I'm like, "Who tweeted uh, it?" Central. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I just clicked on the thing. That was that's funny. It is. <laughs> it is profile. It says accurate analysis, news, rumors, all this stuff. Then it says sports, fitness, recreation. Then under location, it says. <laughs> it says most things I say are fake. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. Uh, you're about to get a follow just for that. That cracks me up. That's clever. <laughs> You see, you didn't catch it right away. That uh, was that was good. Yeah, I mean, because I even went to the comments. Hook, line, and sinker. usually the comment section is what, you know. Yeah. It, if you don't really know it, sometimes you know right away. I'm like, oh, I know that one. Other times, you go to the comments, somebody says something, and then somebody is right. It's not real. You know, like, and then you're just like, okay. I didn't think so. I just wanted to check. So I don't usually even have to go into their profile to figure it out quickly, but that one... Most of the people were like, "Why would you want to go you, there?" You just, got, you just got caught in 4K, man. Lot live on our podcast. Hey, that's all right. That's crazy. That's right. I mean, it doesn't mean he ain't gonna get traded. Yeah. He doesn't want to get traded. He probably will get traded, or they, they might just cut him. Yeah, if no one wants to trade for him. Back on the NBA talk, we got to go over to the conference finals and what's going on there. Uh, we got. A potential seven-game series over in the East. Uh, however, the, there is a good chance it ends tonight as we're recording this. The Celtics and the Heat playing Game Six. They're in Boston, and the Celtics lead three to two. But wait, does the NBA media know that Boston still has to win this game? I mean, I'm not quite sure if they're aware that it's three-two and not four-two. I literally watched like two or three different things that make it seem like it's Warriors Celtics it's all, it's done they're like who's the better duo is it Stephen Clay or is it Tatum, is it and, Brown. Tatum and Brown and I'm like what did I miss I'm like I'm like looking at my phone like did the game is the game on right now like <laughs> what is going on and then there was another video I can't even remember what it was titled but it, it was literally them just talking about those two teams and I'm like look I they rigged the playoffs. When you watch a game, <laughs> when you when I watch those teams, and we said this before, like it should have been a sweep. The Celtics yeah. should have swept them, but they didn't, and it's not over yet. And if they're watching all that stuff and they're feeling themselves, they could lose this game, and then all of a sudden that changes everything. I don't think it's gonna happen, and I want them to win. And we might be on this pod, you know, saying, what? That's the matchup we would want to see, so that would be the one we would talk about. I said if it's Warriors Heat, I'm not even watching it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't really talk too much about that. But I would talk about, you know, Warriors Celtics. But at least say that, you know, like and but not just say it. Don't totally disrespect the Heat. They're yeah. not done yet. They've been to the finals. They can Don't you think that's what Spolstra's telling them guys right now in the locker room? Yeah. It's like, we've been there, they haven't. Like we need to, you know, we need to put that. They don't have that DNA. Yeah, we need to, you know, we need to just bully them, do whatever we got to do to 
make them second guess themselves mm -hmm. because this is what this group in terms of you know Tatum Brown Smart this is like what they're in Horford like their fourth time in the conference finals I think something like that and they haven't got it done yet so I mean should we be punching the ticket already like I I want it to be them and I think they're the better team and I've told you numerous times like I I think it's their year but it's not done yet <laughs> like jeez who's they the, gotta take care of business who's the better duo like well the ones with the rings and who are already in because they've got the rings and they're already in mm -hmm. spoiler alert <laughs> how dare you if you didn't know about that <laughs> you've the been living under a rock <laughs> Let's talk about it. The Golden State Warriors finished off the Dallas Mavericks in five games, and they are officially back in the finals, and nightmares come true. No one wanted the Warriors back. But we didn't We didn't even say, I do think the Celtics are going to win tonight. I said all that just to say that I do think the Celtics are going to win tonight. But I, I do too. It's still funny. But it's like, you know, I'm not just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's it. It's like I'll, I'm gonna give them the edge, but I can see Miami. Exactly. They're a they're a tough group. So take, yeah, and, yeah. It just takes like a few things, right? And look, people have been complaining about the injuries, right? The, the playoffs suddenly are awful now. Oh yeah, I, the playoffs that were so good <laughs> that, that's have suddenly been awful. I'll get into because there's some injuries, and I'm like, that's part of basketball. Like, and and you get to see players step up and teams step up. I mean, the Heat won a game in this series when Butler missed the whole second half. They were up big and they were able to hold on without Butler. Like, that's pretty big. Mm -hmm. So, that's another reason why you can't count them out. Totally. You know? So, yeah. I mean, anything can happen. What if... I, I hope this doesn't happen. I don't even like to say it. But what if Tatum got hurt? Yeah. You know? I mean... Yeah. So, just never know. And then people will be like, See, it's the worst playoffs ever! Everyone's hurt! Turn off injuries! Don't you think Not I, 2K. I wish we could go back in time and turn off injuries. Oh, That'd man. be amazing. Anyways. Do that with so many guys. <laughs> so. Save so many careers. Exactly. So, anyways, back to the Warriors. It is funny that you said, you know, what nobody wanted. <laughs> All these people were tweeting out things like about how they had said the Warriors were done. The dynasty yeah. over. And now they're like, oops. Like the uh, Clayton Crowley. The uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, what are, what are his videos called? I was just watching it. The Making the Case? Yes, thank you. Making the Case. Great, great videos. He has great content. And uh, he, he had put a video about how is their dynasty over. There's a question mark. Now, I didn't watch mm -hmm. that video because I don't... We're not necessarily Warriors fans, even though even though I enjoy their style of basketball. I'm still, like, there's just things that I don't like. I think Steph's amazing. He's the only one that I root for but everybody else used to and i know you don't you can't even root for him anymore you just despise it's him. it's tough though because he's also so good and it's annoying because like man i really am not like you know like a fan or anything but why why are you so good he's just too good like why look, i look, like jeez man i this is hard for me to say because i larry bird has always been the greatest shooter ever to me. Yes. But Steph is probably the greatest shooter ever. Shooter ever. Now, some people are like, he's been that way. But I've always kind of gone back to the whole, you know, the way the game was played and officiated back then would affect Steph. 
with that being said, he's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of are like, yeah, but you know, like one of the plays, and I mean, he just does done this a million times. But he got the ball and he shot it so quick. The defender was near enough, but he shot it so quick. Like I've done this before. You just catch and shoot like as fast as you can. But he, everybody's done that, right? You're you're doing like the you gotta you got point four. You gotta get the ball off. You know, in your head, in the backyard, on the playground, whatever. Yeah. You're, as fast as you can. You might practice. You miss extra times. extra times back on the clock. Yeah. You. <laughs> you might practice it a thousand times and you come close a few times or maybe you come close a lot but do you always have the confidence that he's going in like every time him and like Larry Bird are the, the, probably the only two and I mean even say this like I know Kobe was super confident well but, right but they truly believe that every time they shot the ball it was going in like I think Steph and Larry Bird are probably the only two shooters that anytime they took a shot from the outside, they were like, you know, it's now that you can say, well, Bird had the one play, he shot a jumper, then he had one of his greatest plays where he goes and he rebounds it and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. But that's like the only one that he knew. He was like, ooh, I missed that one. <laughs> and then he made up for it and made a great play. That made it like the one shot in his entire career. But he caught it so fast and shot it, and then he was just like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. Like, even if you body him up a bunch of times, he's still gonna, you know, if he gets that space, you're gonna pay. Yeah. And he only needs an inch. Like how some running backs, you know, get inch twelve inches of daylight. What's that? Gail Sayers, I think. Twelve inches of daylight. That's all I need. And I've never heard that before. This is twelve inches of daylight? <sighs> I probably said it wrong. I gotta watch it again. Well now that's how I'm gonna Somebody's like, That's not what he said, you dummy. It's fine. That's what I'm gonna refer to it as. Okay. Cause the first time I ever heard about that so yeah you know he just needs a little space boom he gonna get it 12 inches be gone so anyways i know it doesn't make any sense like what you can't fit your body through there (laughs) but i'm not gonna question him because he was a great running back so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave him alone because he was great so so uh anyways yeah i i gotta i have to concede and that's very hard for me because it, I'll say uh, later on, I'll be like, no, nah, it's Larry Bird. <laughs> like, I'll change my mind. I'll flip flop on it. F- first game of the final, Steph goes like two a 12 from three, and you're like, see, it's Bird. <laughs> no, I mean, Bird's have bad shooting nights too. But yeah, Luca and friends are officially out of it for the season. But I mean, a great season for them, honestly. If you're oh, a Mavericks fan. Sorry. 18 inches of daylight. I was wrong. 18 inches of daylight. Oddly That's specific. That's all I need. Well, I mean, that's you, maybe he can get through 18. See? That's why it's oddly specific. He was like 17? Nope. I tried. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> I it out. But 18? Perfect. That's all I need. You you questioning Nin- the great 19, Gale 19 was a little too much. Are you questioning? 18 was perfect. Gale Sayers? I am. He said 18. You you doubt him? Uh, nope. You doubt him? It worked for him, didn't it? There you go. So anyways, yeah. So let's get into so, that situation. Okay, so congrats to the Warriors. Uh, Boom. I don't want them to win. No. But if they do, that's Ugh. just the... I mean, that's just... I mean, they're a dynasty anyway. But their dynasty's not over yet. Now you put them, like, with, you know, like the Spurs. Like, they just don't go away, right? You're like, oh, I thought we were done with this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, oh, no. Because these great players, 
got a couple other guys to help them, you know, and they they lucked they lucked out with getting their young guys. Yeah, or younger. Look, and that happens, right? Like I've told you before, like the Lakers had the luck that Boston didn't have back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Their guys, they got. You can say Boston got these picks too, but the Lakers didn't die. Sorry, I know that sounds really mean, but like, but no, <laughs> yeah. he died. That that is because uh, you got to put like the context in there because at first not context, you're like, wait, what? I know, you're Excuse like, jeez, <laughs> have some empathy. It was like a hundred years ago. Calm down. Like, look, it's very sad. I mean, Len Bias died, you know. Now, Reggie Lewis passed away too, but that also happened like after all those guys in that kind of era was over. He yes. was. Those two could have carried it on, but if they had Bias, they might not have even drafted Reggie Lewis. So you know, we go into all that stuff. Anyway, uh, so the Warriors. Yeah, like you said, they lucked into it. They were smart enough to take these guys. Whatever, however you want to want to say it, it doesn't matter. That's how a lot of dynasties stay. You know, for a, hang on a little bit longer. The Lakers were able to hang on a little bit longer than the Celtics. The Spurs hung on a little bit longer. You know, the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe were a dynasty, but not a long one. Yeah, because they just went straight into it, and then, and then once they were done, they you know. Shaq was gone. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great. I think it's really good for basketball, you know, but I don't want to see them. But if they if they do, then hey, whatever. I, I, I want it to be the Celtics because I want to... I do want to watch, but I just can't if it's... I have no rooting interest in Warriors versus Heat, and I don't even have like a, well, you do a podcast and talk about basketball. Nah, I'm good. I'll watch the highlights, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to sit and watch it. But that being said... Luca couldn't, you know, couldn't get his team another game. I thought it was awesome that he got one. Kind of like Jokic against Golden State. You knew they weren't going to win that series. Like, it would take superhuman effort. Yeah. You know, and they got one, so I give them all the credit. But now I got to go into my Twitter rant. Mm-hmm. So JJ Redick is at it again. Your new now, favorite analyst. Once again, I love JJ Redick. Always have. You did. No, I still do. <laughs> it's just another bad take. Now, look, there's only two. I don't listen to... I've listened to his podcast a bunch of times and didn't have problems with a bunch of his takes. So I've heard a lot of his takes, but I'm calling out these ones because I call out the ones when people go after legends just because some... They don't play can, today. Yeah, or because somebody's comparing you know, somebody to legends. Now... Max Kellerman should not have even compared Luca to Bird and Magic. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have. But we also know that Max Kellerman does these things. So mm-hmm. he's, I mean, he's not as bad as Skip Bayless, but you know, that's that's what he does. He's going to say these things. And he, he wants a Wadala. JJ's, you know, Reddick's response, all they had to do was say, he's 22. He's, this is his fourth year. He's got his team to the Western Conference Finals. He's amazing. He's got a lot to learn. Yes. Uh, he he didn't come to America until he was 19. So there's a lot going on in this dude's life in this four years. It's not just like he was in, you know. He didn't grow up here. He grew up here. He played with a lot of these guys. He AAU basketball. He <laughs> went to college one year. Everyone's favorite AAU. Then he came. Yeah. Then he came into the league, and then he was a star, and then he, you know, I mean, Tatum went that route, and he's hasn't, he's still growing too. He 
he's a little bit Physically. older, but he's still growing. Yeah, <laughs> and what I'm seeing out of him now is is greatness. Yeah. What I seen out of him before was yeah potential. Like yeah, you could see flashes of greatness, but it's like oh, he just needs to do a couple things. So th- we talked about it before. Luca needed to. Get his teammates more involved. He was taking too many shots. He was dribbling the ball too much. They were taking 30 shots. They won two games without him. When he comes back, he dominates the ball. They lose against Utah. You know, but Go still, way back. But still. And that continued. Now, they are still winning. So, anyways, Reddick said, Burton Magic played with Hall of Famers. And, uh, what was his whole quote? Sorry. Burton Magic played with Hall of Famers. Luca's playing with second round picks, undrafted guys like DFS. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, Finney-Smith. His shot quality created for his teammates, number one in the last two seasons. Now. How do you measure that stat, by the way? I don't know. It's some, yeah. There, That's a stat that I've says, never heard of. That sa- he said shot quality. Other people have been saying open shots. So, oh. now, there's a lot to dive into there. So, I tweeted out. This is another bad take by Reddick, you know, in the end. So here's my tweet. I said, Bird led the Celtics to 61 wins in his rookie season when they had only won 29 the year before. Yep. And he didn't have Parrish and McHale. And he needs to, you know, brush up on his history. Now, a lot of people were like, well, you know, he said Hall of Famers. Tiny Archibald was on that team. Dave Cowens was on that team. They're Hall of Famers. And so, and then they're like, you forgot Dave Cowens, which I did, but <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Was he playing like a Hall of Famer then? No, th- that's kind of my point. None of them were. So if you, if they won 29 games, or no, because I said Cedric Maxwell. I think, did I say Cowens twice just then? <laughs> so Cedric Maxwell, not a Hall of Famer, but people are bringing up Cedric Maxwell, was a very very good player especially Mm -hmm. you know a few years uh you know from like 81 to like 84 (laughs) yeah you know so uh but they were just on a 29 win team so you're gonna tell me oh the teammates are so much better you're not if you're not still at that level or even close to that level just because you're solid okay he doesn't play with solid players look the other thing you people will say well he said hall of famers is a hall of famers okay well he also said he only plays with second round picks and undrafted guys i'm sorry is trey burke uh second round pick or was he like the number eight pick overall mm-hmm. uh is marquise chris a second, chris a second round pick no he was like number four overall that's funny because i forgot he was on down is tim hardaway jr second round pick now there's there's even more there's like two more guys on there that I that I was gonna mention but it doesn't matter because some because I know what people say well those guys they don't play all that much they're not a huge part of that team that they're not I mean they're a part of the team but they're not like those core guys yeah that only backs up what I'm saying okay so they were they were first round picks and what their bust is but that doesn't matter right because he's saying well they're hall of famers but were they at their hall of fame peaks like experience yes they have experience but by that that time that's about it what did that experience get them the year before 29 wins so bird and bill fitch the head coach come in the next year and uh, there were other moves 
But the main thing, and the and who was the team centered around? Bird. He's the new star, and they go to 61 wins. So that's you know my point, and I wasn't taking any shots at Luca. <laughs> None. Mm-hmm. I said I, well, the last thing I said was, and I think Luca is amazing. Because I wasn't. But of course, people wanna start making it seem like I I was coming for Luca. That you hate Luca and he is your least favorite player to ever exist. But How I you? just wanna talk about some of the things that people said. You know, they 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 had the 80 Celtic team, because the next 7980 was his rookie year. Yes. So somebody said they had Tiny Archibald, Cedric Maxwell. And then, for some reason, he says, which, by the way, I, I knew that those guys were on the team. And, again, they were on the team that won 29 games. So, you're not... What's your argument here? <laughs> yeah. Like, my argument is, they won, what what is that, 32 more games mm-hmm. the next season when they had these other guys, and yet, you're... I mean, what are you saying? Like, well, he had more talent. They won 29 games. Don't tell me about the talent. We can go into other teams that have had Hall of Famers. Look at the Heat when they won the championship. What, 05, 06? Gary Payton's on that team. Mm-hmm. Alonzo Mourning's on that team. You know, were they huge parts of that team? Not. You could say, well, they played. Well, yeah, but it, nobody talks about them, really. They talk about D-Wade and what he did. They, even Shaq. Especially in the you know in the playoffs, especially in the finals, like mm-hmm. it's like it's what D Wade did, right? You know, they had their roles, but they weren't anywhere near what they were at their peak, and that's great. That's okay. That's totally fine. And they didn't repeat. They didn't. They weren't anything. Their record wasn't super great. You know, you can look at the Lakers with Shaq, Kobe, Carmelo, Gary Payton. They didn't win. Yep. You can look at the Lakers with uh, Kobe. Dwight Howard, Steve Nash. That was a disaster. You can look at this yep. year's Lakers team. That's a disaster, yep. right? So, so, and now you're like, well, why am I saying that? Not all those guys in the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, Westbrook's going in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Right? Uh, Anthony Davis is probably going in the Hall of Fame. He probably will. I mean, wasn't he just on the 75th anniversary team? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, he... basically a shoe-in. He's going to the Hall of Fame. But, you know... Dwight Howard's going to the Hall of Fame. So the Hall of Famers, they didn't like win the whole thing. Not only that, they didn't even Mel- really Mellow's on Lakers this year, right? Oh uh, yeah, Mellow's on Lakers. So, you know, so does that mean that that because of that reason, oh, LeBron just played with all those Hall of Famers right there. So they they should have won the whole thing. They should have been the greatest team ever. It's the biggest disappointment in history. Now, some people do think it's their huge some disappointment. Some people do, but, yes. I'm a, but me and you, were, we can go back and listen to the beginning of the year. We were like, this is not going to work. And I don't see how anybody thinks it is. And yeah. it didn't. And everybody's shocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we blame LeBron. Even you blame LeBron. A little bit. <laughs> kind of. So, I was like, you, you did bring Westbrook here. But I also just didn't really care because I don't I didn't have expectations for him. Exactly. So anyways, let's go back into this tweet. Then this guy says, Bird lost three of his first four Eastern Conference finals until the 76ers aged out, and then the Celtics roster really glued in in 83-84. And then he talked about adding Dennis Johnson, McHale, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, okay. You said three out of his first four years. What about that other year? They won the whole thing! Yeah. Dummy! Like, who what? Like, so I'm gonna be like, oh, oh man, 
your point is so well taken. They he won a championship in his second year. Yeah. What what is your point? <laughs> like, you're driving me crazy. Like this doesn't it doesn't make sense, Twitter. Twitter. So let's see. Uh, I had to get away from Twitter. I've been I've been staying away from that for the past few days. I oh, just... it's so funny. One guy he he puts on. He's like, all you did was state facts. You even complimented Luca, and you got people giving you clown responses and disrespect. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, At least so, someone else saw it, right? People are telling me I missed the point, and I'm like, I didn't miss the point. You know, I know exactly what he was talking about. Oh, the other thing that, you know, so he talked about Hall of Famers. Somebody mentioned this, you know, well, Luca played with Dirk in his, his first, in, oh, yeah. in Luca's first year. And they were like, and then everybody was like, but Dirk was garbage. Yeah. But, yeah, it, exactly. So it doesn't, you can't just say he played with the Hall of Famer. Other but remember, talk- all Hall of Famers back in the day were good their whole careers, right? Yeah. And, oh, and that's the other thing. Somebody was like, Dave Cowens was only 31. And I'm like, so, so? Like, you realize that, you know. Peaks were different. Exactly. Uh, James Worthy, he was done 32. He retired 32. That year, he only averaged 10 points a This game. isn't like the era you now know? where people can play, you know, 20 seasons. Exactly. Some, and some people did, you know. There were the Moses Malones and the Kareems that did. But not everybody did. And, and still, not everybody does now. Yeah. So, it's like. You can't just say, well, he was 31, so he was in his prime. Like, was he? Because the statistics do not show that, <laughs> you know? And again, 29 wins. So what are we even talking about? The proof. I, I'm i showing you the facts and the proof. And you're just saying, well, he's in the Hall of Fame. So, <laughs> Dirk, but then when Dirk's mentioned, somebody rightfully is like, yeah, but Dirk wasn't any good anymore then. Yes, exactly. Now, Cowens was still a solid player, so was Archibald. And, you know, so so was Cedric. So, you know, the point was supposed to be, you know, people are saying the point Reddick is making was that he had more, you know, the Celtics had more talent around them yeah. always. Now, granted, they, they did, but I was specifically saying, like, don't just throw... When you do... The reason why I have a problem with it is when you throw those things out there when people mention the greatest you know the greatest of the greats when you're talking about magic and bird and you're talking about you know an oscar robinson or you're talking about you know jordan or whatever and then you throw ridiculousness at out and you just say well they had all these guys but aren't some of those guys hall of famers because of them yeah if it wasn't for bird is are some of these guys making it like we talked about this before, me and you did. Chris Bosch, is he a Hall of Famer if he doesn't win those championships with the Heat? Probably not. If he stayed in Toronto, put up numbers, then had to retire because, you know, of his, was it, was his kidney? Blood clots. Blood clots. Yeah, I was talking about Alonzo Mourning earlier, that was kidney. But, um, yeah, he probably doesn't make the Hall of Fame. And, and he did, he just got in, right? recently yeah 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 yeah. and you know we had kind of debated for a minute and i was like no you know he deserved it because of the the role he played like he he took a step back but was still huge for that team Mm -hmm. but if he doesn't get those rings he probably doesn't make it because he wasn't it's not like you know like you know Melo's making it even though he didn't get rings but there were years where i mean he was 
in the MVP race like that. Mm-hmm. Was it the first year he was with the Knicks? I mean, yeah. You're like, oh dang, you know. <laughs> so you you know why he's gonna make it to the Hall of Fame, whereas Bosch probably wouldn't have made it. So, uh, yeah, it just I forgot where I was going with that, <laughs> but it just but that was it irks me when people. Oh, that's what I was saying. Um, or my initial point was when you when you shoot down it's like you're shooting down their greatness yeah because you're mad that somebody's talking about somebody who's 22 years old you don't have to get mad about that and shoot down greats like oh well they play with hall of fame oh that's what i was saying that some of these guys made it to the hall of fame because of playing with bird and magic yeah now not cowens and not well maybe not, may, if, if they don't get that if cowens doesn't get that second ring and if, but especially Archibald, if he doesn't get that ring, does he go to the Hall of Fame? The ring the next year in 80 81. Because, boy, was, yeah, Cowens was on that team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't know. And who's the main reason they won that ring? Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, like I said, I just, it just really got on my nerves. And, like, I, I, I always get mad about that because people just, so many just want to say, it's so much better now. And you're going to say, well, you say it's so much better then. I preferred it because I knew that people... Like, now you don't know how tough some of these guys are. Like yeah. I said, we'll, somebody will do something and they'll say, he's built different. And I'm like, based on what? He's, he's built different than these guys. But they, they're they softer now. Regardless, I mean, regardless of what you really think, they are softer now you might think they're better more talented but they're still softer because they're they don't have any choice to be they don't play yeah. in that rough rougher era and if they did if you yes if you took koozie like you know we'll go back to reddick talking about Koozie. if you brought bob koozie and you put him in today yeah he's not gonna be anything i mean he might, he'll he'll be good I'm, if you just put him in today like right what he was and boom you put him in the nba not he doesn't get to adjust. He yeah. Gets, but then you're kind of like, what is up with this guy? <laughs> you know? And if you take Chris Paul and you put him back then, now you assume, oh, he's going to dominate. But wait, you got to remember all the changes that he has to adapt to, too. And he might still be, you know, he all probably right. is still going to be really good, but it's not going to be what you think because there's a whole different rule set. You yeah. can't dribble the way you can you can't take as many steps you know like they're gonna call it you're not getting away with all these things and you're, and he's gonna be looking around like what just like koozie's gonna be like hey that guy traveled mm-hmm. you know that guy carried and they're gonna be like you better keep playing bob mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? so, otherwise you get benched so there's just all these things so so we don't need to to do that what you know we don't need to diminish their greatness because certain guys haven't done what we saw others do in terms of winning like Chris Paul's getting dissed because he hasn't won a championship you're not going to put him above Kuzi because Kuzi won you're going to do it because you just think he's better and you're going to look at all those statistics but you're not looking at context people kept saying context they're like you're not looking at context I'm like no you're not looking at context you're just oh the, the league's so much better now I'm like is it? Because is is the best three-point shooting team better than the best three-point shooting team 20 years ago? Me and you looked that up. I suggest you guys look that up. 
because it's I don't I can't re- I don't totally remember it was I think one year it was better now because we did like 20 yeah. years and 20 years and then we would go year year and uh so yeah it was it just it was super close every time it was basically the same so now look there's other factors I know I get it i understand that's what i'm saying context but you have to look at it all yeah you can't just in look favor at of it all one thing you have to say well they're better now but you know like watching jason tatum carry all the time i'm I look i get it it's fine but he hasn't won like he's done all these things but he hasn't won yet when he mm-hmm. wins then i will really start it when he gets the team to the finals if they get it done tonight i'll be like all right now he just got one more step he gets that well now he's put himself on the the true path you're not on a path to greatness just because you did a couple things you know like you're 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 on the way you're a rising star right you're yeah. rising you're still ascending but once you you get that championship especially at a young age oh yeah then it's like okay now we can really talk about this for mvp too you get an mvp but then, if you don't win, like Giannis, but then he won. So yep. now it's like, okay, he's he's up there. You can when when I see his name in a top ten or top fifteen conversation, I don't flip out because oh, well, he's got the championship, he's got the ring, he's got the Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Like he's done it. Yep. Other guys just have to do it. That's that's what most of the old school guys are saying. They're just like, we just gotta see you do it. Because yeah. All of those other guys had to do it. They're not just given all that credit just because they had to do it. And nowadays people don't care. They're just like, oh no, he a look, he he can shoot better than that guy. Did he win anything? Exactly. <laughs> like, but who cares? Yeah. There's tons of guys back then who could shoot good too. Alex English scored more points than anyone in the 80s. He didn't win, and most people don't know who he is. Yeah. Nowadays. Most people don't know who he is. They're immediately like, Carmelo's the best player in Nuggets history. I, you know, this happened a couple years ago. Now nobody's going to say that. They're going to say it's Jokic. But before, it was, oh, it's easily mellow. Even though, if you go look at their statistics, and you put them side by side, again, do this. Go look at their statistics as as Nuggets. They're almost identical, people. They're yeah. almost identical. And what they took their teams to, also, it's... It would baffle your mind if you would actually do some research. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, I think I'm done. Shout out, Mello. <laughs> oh, man. And Wild... Alex English. And Alex English. Wild stuff going on in the NBA these days. We'll see. By this time next week, the finals probably will have started. Yeah, I think they said they start on Thursday. There we go. We'll get into so some think... finals talk next week. Coming up. I did enjoy the Twitter stuff. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, we got a we got a little wrestling to preview this weekend. Oh, eight up. Let's do it. This weekend, AEW Double or Nothing. This is the the fourth Double or Nothing event, actually. Finally, it's so crazy. It's their first Double or Nothing in outside of the you know like the Florida. Oh, because since the first one, since their first ever show, you know, because they had the first one, and then before the next one, everything hit. So their next. 
or the next one, no crowd, and then the second one was when they had their first ever show with a full crowd, but it was just in that same place. That's pretty cool though, because then you know, like these these fans are gonna go crazy for everything, so it's gonna make that environment so much better because they've been wanting. You know, to see it in their area. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's you. You knew like because of the theme, it was like this was like a Vegas mm-hmm. event with the whole gimmick and everything. And unfortunately, because of everything, they've only had the one actually in Vegas. So they're finally back, and they they loaded up the card a little bit for loaded it up this a one. So let's talk about it, shall we? Uh, quick match on the pre-show. Hook and Danhausen teaming up to take on Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I haven't been looking forward to like a pre-show match like this before just because Hookhausen has been amazing. I'm this... surprised it's on the pre-show. And I know it's I know. because the card is, you know, pretty stacked, but it's like so the payoff kind of for this hook and Danhausen and stuff is on the pre like if W just think if WWE did that, people would oh, be man. so mad. Yeah. They'd be so mad. But it's just going to make everybody watch the pre-show. Yes. Which, that's kind of the reason Which is like, do it. you get it. It's like, well, yes. No, but, but you do pre-show matches because you want people to watch it. Yeah. So sometimes you shouldn't really get mad because if you're going to watch it. For either company. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to watch mm-hmm. it, why are you mad? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're getting the match. You might actually get a better match with more time if it's on the pre-show. Yes. Anyway. Sorry. Especially when, you know, like, AEW usually has a lot of matches on their show. Yeah. So. No, that's a that's a good thing because it's on Sunday, right? Yes. And usually I can't watch it because it goes for too long. Oh, yeah, I know. But... It'll be like four or five hours. I don't gotta work on Monday. Woo. There we go. You're all all in. That's another AEW reference. Oh, but yeah, that's that's just gonna be fun. This whole thing is just fun, and yeah, that's all. That's all that is. So can't wait for that. Uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm not gonna go in order on this list. I'm just gonna kind of build up to the bigger matches. Suspense. Yeah. This is how it's done. Take notes. That's how you do it. Uh, then you got Death Triangle versus House of Black in a trios match. And I don't really got too much on this because I'm just ready for these teams to move on. You know what's really funny? Every time, every time that we, that you talk about Death Triangle, you mention it. Every time I'm like, who? And then, <laughs> but then I remember. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's like Andrade. No. No, no, not Andrade. Not Andrade. Pac. Pack. Yes. Pac. 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 I I did the same thing Pac, before. Pac. Yes, I used to call him Pac all the time. I'm yeah, like, it's Pac. oh, it's just Pac. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I was like Pac. I'm like, just, no, it's I just... I still picture Andrade with them, but I know, like, I know, yeah, so, anyway. But every time you say Death Triangle, I'm like, who is De- oh, God. Yeah. God. It should be fun, because, you know, these guys are gonna, people are gonna do some crazy stuff in this match. Yeah. And, you know, but, not really in terms of the story, I'm too crazy, I'm ready for them to move on, so let's just have fun, whatever, with this match, and then move it's on, please. It's honestly two groups that, like, Right now, I don't care. That, like, yeah, I'm like death. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just kinda they're like, just kind of floating there right now. Yeah, which kind they're s- stuck in a. They're working. Yeah, there so they're on a pay per view, so they're not complaining. They're like, heck yeah, you know. And if it's a great match, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure they'll they'll get the crowd going. So, 
Then we got the Young Bucks and the Hardys going at it once again. Dang, this is how you build suspense? You just jump <laughs> to the Young Bucks and the Hardys? Dang, this must be a great card. M- must be. <laughs> I think it is. Oh, man. So many people want to see this one. I mean, I do. Look, I didn't. didn't I don't think I ever watched the No, nah, because it was in Ring of Honor, and you have well, yeah. you never really. Well, yeah, but I mean, I could have YouTubed it or something. But I, don't think... I don't know if they actually I post. I... Uh, maybe they did. I'm not saying they. You know people put stuff out there. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. But you never checked it out. No. So for me. And obviously since then, a little little bit has changed, you know. Yeah. A company started since then, you know, something light. I like how, you know, especially Matt, you know, it's just so, like, hates the Young Bucks. and I know. know, We we did this first. and, And you did. But some of the stuff that they say, I'm like. It's not, I mean, you think I sound like a grumpy old man sometimes. I'm <laughs> Matt, like, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, <down."> Matt. <laughs> it's okay. They're pretty successful. They've done they, a lot of things. They probably things. the most successful team outside of WWE ever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Rock and Roll Express, mm-hmm. you know. you. Can I, I think they're in the conversation. Yeah, no, no. I. Oh, yeah, the, absolutely. I just think when you say, when you... When anybody just says, you know, they're the greatest ever. or ever, and you go, ah, yeah, because you know, there's so many. You do, you do forget sometimes. There's so many things, and you know, you're like, well, money wise, and you're like, well, I mean, inflation, you know, <laughs> like there's all these things, you know, or well, I mean, yeah, they make a lot more money now than they did back then, you know, things like yeah. that. So, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely. It, when people say it, it doesn't make me mad. I'm like, well, I mean, look at what they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, I, I know it's all part of the act, but it make it does make you seem like you're delusional. Yeah, you're like, okay, bad, you know. You're like, let's. I mean, you kind of gotta look at everything. He's gonna go broken again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Next up, we have a- Anarchy in the Arena, the Jericho Appreciation Society versus John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Santana and Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, that, this is probably gonna. They're gonna make this go long. I can already tell. Yeah, and know, it's. I'm very worried about this one. If I'm being honest with you, and it's. I don't hate it. I'm not like, oh boy, you know, but they're probably they're probably gonna bleed, and obviously for us that's one thing. Well, and then there's gonna be a lot of fireballs because he's a wizard. <laughs> which, I don't mind. I love that. I actually. don't really mind it either. <laughs> but but the thing about it is, if you know, you can mess those up. Mm-hmm. So that's my concern. You're if you're overdoing it, and then I mean, go back to Hogan and <laughs> and, and Warrior, right? And uh-huh. then, but that's not the like that's the one that always comes to mind. But that's not the only time that that spot has been botched. It's actually been botched tons of times. And I don't care how good and professional you've been in, how long you've been doing this, you haven't done or the that. fact that you're a wizard. I mean, yeah, and maybe he just is a wizard. And so I he mean, will never mess it up. And that's true. But I, like I said, I'm just concerned that they're going to mess that spot up. And and that's kind of how many times have spots been messed up in AEW? There's and you know been, people won't let that go. And and it's happened in these bigger matches. If you you know yes. with lots of people, and you've got then you've got that one street fight match that had the ridiculous stuff with Hager. Oh, and you know so that's another concerning thing. Jake Hager in another stipulation match. I'm terrified. Yeah, there's just so much, and I'm so for me, I'm like ah, this. I feel like I'm going to be watching it, just waiting for the dumb thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Like okay. 
here it comes, like something stupid that's going to annoy me. Yeah. Or And that's going to be talked about for all the wrong reasons. So maybe it's like, we please just... just avoid doing something to just put a sour taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah, just, that's what I'm kind of like, just don't do Just be on everybody. Just please. Yeah. Just please make it work. Yeah, I mean, it's because, just too many people. Yeah, there's so many working parts to this that you're going to have to look out and account for, so... Yeah, just we'll see how it goes. I'm going to watch. There's a lot of people I like in this match. We'll see what happens. No, you're not going to watch. You're going to pay for it, watch. and you're going to be like, nope, not this one. <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> Go do something else. <laughs> Next up, we have the finals for the Owen Hart tournament. Uh, on the women's side, uh, still yet to be determined. Uh, what? Rampage. I think Rampage is on right now, actually. I kind of forgot about it. What? Uh, Britt Baker. Usually it's playing in the background. What's I know, right? usually, but we kind of started and it kind of slipped my mind. Mickey Mouse operation. Are we running here now? A bubble. Oh, okay. Uh, Britt Baker. We're still in COVID yeah. protocols here. <laughs> uh-huh. We take it seriously. <laughs> Britt Baker will either take on Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander in the finals after Britt defeated Tony Storm on Dynamite. Who you? Who you want it to be? Hold on, should I, hold on, let's, let me just see if it... Out of Ruby and Chris, or the winner of the whole Ruby thing? Ruby and Chris. Uh, I think, I love Ruby, but I think it's gotta be Chris right now. Yeah, that's my thought. Let's you you kinda, cause if she loses now, then like, her whole recent, like, transformation is kinda pointless. It's like, okay, you know, she had that one feud, and then, you know, she changed her look, and, you know basically a different gimmick and then if she just loses right here it's like okay what was the point of that yeah exactly sorry so i'm looking on here trying to see if it started and i don't see that it started but i did see the new tnt championship oh yes i forgot they were going to do that did you see it no let's take a look i mean i actually like it oh but i don't understand why they're doing it (laughs) and they because they yes but there were two belts there they was. Did, I know, but, they you know, that's the one belt, of the but things. There were two belts. They're normally good with the <laughs> logic things, but this time, for some reason, because this story, they just throw logic out the window. Yeah, this, this whole. It's been awful. Sorry, let's just say yes. it. Yes. It's been awful. I think. I, I think that's something even AEW fans can all be in unison to be like, yeah, this has been pretty bad. Yeah, exactly. And that's good. <laughs> it's, it's good that they all agree. It's good that it's they, good they, they all, all agree, agree that it sucks. sucks. Yeah. You know? But no, sometimes you just gotta call it what it is, right? But anyway, yeah. yeah, I think I, I think agree. Chris needs to win. Because we've seen Ruby versus Britt. Well, we've seen Chris versus Britt too. But Which again, one was more recent. Ruby. Yeah. So that because yes, you're right. We have, but you could argue. Well, you know, Chris is younger. She's trying to get more seasoning. Mm-hmm. Try to get back up there. Whereas Ruby, you know. Isn't the young one who had to learn more, you know? But I, I'm fine either one. I think they'll yes. both be great, and I'm, I, I'll be looking forward to that match no matter who it is. Yeah, agreed. And then over on the men's side in the finals of the tournament, it'll be Adam Cole Bebe against Samoa Joe. That's I am so glad Samoa Joe won. I I wouldn't have minded Kyle and Adam. That would have been a great match, but we also just saw it yeah, over then, in NXT, so it's like, okay. You would have got a lot of complaints for that. Yes. I think. Even though, like you said, it would have... 
I mean, I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Like, because they would have, they're in the group and they're, that's yeah. not where the feud is, you know, coming from. It's got to be the Bucks. Yes. Where Red Dragon stays with Adam Cole, da 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 da. But then, yeah, I mean, we just saw all of that. And, but you always wanted to see, you know, Samoa Joe and yep. Adam Cole. People go, <laughs> I love people reposting when he uh, put Adam Cole to sleep that one time before he was oh, actually a wrestler yes. again. He was destroying yes. people backstage. He just choked out Adam Cole real quick. It all comes full circle. It was almost, it was pretty much like exactly a year a ago. Different company. Oh, that's amazing. I love how NXT is. Black and gold is canon to AEW more than it is to actual WWE. Right. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is. I, I mean, I know who you want to win. Of course. And you know who I want to win because I love Samoa Joe. Yes. But I know who's going to win and that's going to be Adam Cole. You already have a title on Samoa Joe. Yep. You need something on Adam Cole for him to walk around. Yes. And, you know, baby, mm-hmm. baby around. Baby, you know? the, as he does. Yeah, as, as only he can. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. But yeah, first time ever matchup, they never faced off before. That's going to be really cool. Can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of everything that happened and all the different wrestlers in the tournament uh-huh. overall, but... When you get this final, then you just go, what are you complaining about? You got this final. Yeah. Okay. I think that's cool. You You right. You right. And then the last non-title match on here, MJF and Wardlow. Wardlow got his win in the steel cage over Sean Spears. Match is official. Wardlow is about to destroy MJF. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. I'm not as big a fan as everything that's been going on as everybody else. But it's mainly because it's, just, it's not fair. It, and I don't mind mm. it. Look, I'm not... I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy Wardlow destroying it and all that <laughs> stuff. I am. But not like everybody else. Everybody else is like, oh, you know, just... The reason why is because when... Again, sorry, I've got to go to WWE. I know. I, I, but when they decide to run with somebody as like a bigger guy and they yeah. make them and they if they do these things where it's like okay he's in the cage and they beat him up and they hit him with the chair and they did all this and then he like breaks Ron. the cuffs and he does this and he still wins that's such a WWE thing. oh yeah, yeah, and yeah everybody complains about it but then they're doing it with Wardlow and it's like the greatest thing ever and they're like no but the mm-hmm. way they're doing it I'm like but it's the same thing yeah like uh, but they're doing it well and I'm like yeah but it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like so, it, because of that, it just takes away from it. Even though I'm, I'm still enjoying it. But yeah. Not as much because when people complain about everything, then, they're not consistent with it. Yeah. When you're not so consistent, it's like, and I'm like, I, weird. I watch it and I go, but, but, huh? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you complaining about this? Well, because I like these guys. But, huh? <laughs> you know, so. Anyway, that's a little weird. It just takes away from it a little bit for me. But that being said, yeah, I still, mm-hmm. still think it's going to be great. Yeah, Wardle's going to get his moment. MJF is just, he's just great. <sighs> he's just a heel. Like, come on. Man. He's just perfect. He's so good. He's, and, he's bueno. And now we get into the championship matchups what? on the show. You got Jade Cargill defending her title against 
Anna Jay and just that amazing story that they did in one segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jade's going to win. <laughs> I Honestly, and this isn't being, I, I don't, the, the champion should defend on a pay-per-view. But in this case, I'm like, why are we having this? <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I am. It should, it should be the quickest match on the card. It yes. Should. She should just squash her immediately. And I agree. Is, no offense to Anna Jay. It just shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Because there was, like you said, no build, no nothing. Like, it just shouldn't be happening. Sorry. She appeared on Rampage and it was like, oh, hey, uh, I challenge Anna Jay to a match. And it's like, oh, all right, I guess. That's one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I but mean, yeah. that's like, did they just... I mean, Anna Jay's pretty popular, right? Is that just... Yeah. Is that just, we gotta get her on the card? Or, I, maybe. Or I, I it, think she's pretty over. Or is it... Because we just we or well, well you know or we, Jade. Need the, we need the championship match we need yeah exactly and so but who can we put her against who's not in something who's popular well Anna, Anna. Jay but I don't Anna I just think as John Silver calls her you should have did something else sorry or set it up before yeah at least exactly. do something just make it quick yeah put us out of our misery and then you got the women's world title match Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. This, this is going to be a great match. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like Sometimes it doesn't need the great build. Not that this didn't have a build, but it's not like some great build. But it doesn't matter because you know this is going to be a great match. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you knew Anna Jay and Jade was going to be a great match, you wouldn't care. Yeah. But we saw it recently, and it wasn't a great match. Yeah. So what's going to change in this quick amount of time, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be weird, but... Rosa and Deem, on the other hand, yeah, give give them all the time. Yep. Because they're going to tear the house down. Agreed. I mean, it it could rival any match on this card. Yeah. They're just so good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see certain things you're going to see in other matches, but you're just going to see some great women wrestling. Yes. You know? And now the tag team championship match, the triple threat... Jungle Your Christian Boy. turns. <laughs> I thought about something recently that I'm like, he's he's turning on Dumb or Nothing. Okay, Jungle yeah, Boy and Luchasaurus that. defending against Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Coming off of uh, the match of the week for this week, the triple threat between Swerve, Starks, and Jungle Boy. So there's that. Where they tease the big men at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Keith Lee just jumped over the top rope, also added a twist I in there. You. That they were just gonna do uh, that, like that's all you need. I, I love the little thing. I'm like, oh snap, that was great, but now I need them in there more. Oh yeah, I mean you're you're gonna get that in the match, but they were not giving that to you before. Yes. Well, it's it's funny because this is probably my most anticipated match, just because of I just there's so many of the wrestlers that I really love, like Swerve and Keith oh, Lee are, are amazing, you know, and and I love. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, but I want more than anything for Christian to turn and yep. this to be that moment. So if all if it's a great match, I don't. Well, I if anybody's gonna win the titles, you know, off of them, then I want it to be Swerving. I do too. I don't. I I do like Hobbs, and I'm really yeah. starting to come around on Starks too. But I, like I think a lot. I think it makes more sense because you could do the closure on the title reign, advance that story, and also on the Swerve and Team Taz storyline because you know swerve and hobbs got the tag team win over him maybe here they pin 
one of those guys, closure on that, they win the titles, you know, yeah. it all just kind of, you bring it all together and just knock out multiple things. So. Yeah, but as long as I get that Christian turn and we got I, yeah. something crazy, like, uh, so what I, you said? I was watching a video the other day just talking about just some of the stories before and, you know, just the subtle details. Something I totally forgot about. And I, it's so obvious like now that I'm thinking about it, but I just couldn't believe I didn't recognize it. Last year at Double or Nothing, they had the Casino Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy won, and who was the last person he eliminated? Christian. It was Christian. Yep. And he did, you know, at the end of the match, you know, they embraced, hugged in the middle of the ring, just like Christian's been doing recently. I don't know why I didn't think of it before, but I saw it in the video. I'm like, I'm an idiot. How did I not see this? And he is definitely turning <laughs> at Double or Nothing because... It just makes too much sense. Yep. It's all right there. And I'm like, I don't know how I didn't see this before because it's like... Well, and we talked about where's Luchasaurus going to be because of this. Well, in this match, you have Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs. Maybe they take him out at some yep. point. Keith in the Lee match. probably does the same thing. He leaps over the top rope, takes out yeah. Hobbs and Luchasaurus while like Swerve wins the match. And, and then, then boom. Christian snaps on Jungle Boy. Ah, oh, ah. Oh, give me what I boom. want. Boom. <laughs> Man, everything about that is gonna just like after that. Ooh. I'm like, look, no offense to Hangman and and Punk, but I'm good. Like, I'll just watch that match and be like, I don't care what you guys do, yeah, because I'm good. <laughs> and that is the last match left to talk about. The main event of the show: Hangman Page defending the world title and defending AEW against <laughs> CM Punk. I do not understand this. So I saw this. The tweets about when when CM Punk won the Ring of Honor title, he turned mm-hmm. on the company and da 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 da. And when he mm-hmm. won the WWE title, and I'm like, this is the, to me, this is the stupidest storyline ever. So if he wins and he turns on the company, that's just awful for everybody. That's just the worst thing ever. I'm like, who, what? That was, that's what got him over and got more attention on you mm-hmm. guys. Like, like I know, I I know. People are going to say you're taking it too seriously. But when you're you're making... They, he did this. Hangman was the one going, I'm not going to let you. Like it, It's kind of like yeah. when uh, when Ty was kind of going crazy on, on Jade, right? Yeah. And you were like, where is this coming from? Like, you're the good guy. Why are you acting like the heel? Unless she turned heel. Yeah. But I don't think Hangman's turning heel. So he's doing this. And it just... To me, it just sounds dumb. Like... The match is going to be great, so I don't really care that much. But I don't like this build. No, I think it's wrong. <laughs> it's like so. I'm into it. I'm like, oh, he. I'm not going to let you turn on this company. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Huh? Everybody says you're a jerk, so you're a jerk. You a jerk can't win. <laughs> sure he can. Like this is wrestling. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't like the build, but the match will be great. There's no doubt about. I, that. I just like because you could kind of go back and see the subtle things from previous feuds. Eddie Kingston was kind of the same way about Punk. MJF was kind of hinting at the same thing, but Kingston, and then also look, Kingston had the history, so it made sense. MJF is a heel, so it made sense, and then plus. It's also the the way Punk is acting. 
like and like in the promos and stuff, it's not the same thing. Like he's not coming out as aggressive, even though with MJF and Eddie, he was being the loudmouth he was. Again, and then you, he's like all calm. He's like, it's just business. I don't know what you're talking about. But Hangman if- says the has says the one line. Punk is just kind of staring there, blank. He doesn't have anything to respond with because I'm sure Punk knows what he's up to. Yeah, but it still doesn't make the build good. Again, what what you just said, he didn't act the same way with those two because he had history with Kingston and because MJF was a heel and was a really good heel, so he would say the things that got under Punk's skin. All Hangman is saying is, I know what you're doing. And even if he's right, mm-hmm. so? <laughs> like, to me, it's not... It's, to me, it's as bad of a build as, you know, the... I'm, I shouldn't say bad. Like, I don't think the Thunder Rosa and Serena D build has been good. I don't think their build has been good. I think people, because they love those guys so much, that they're just like, oh, I, they, and you're excited to see the match, mm-hmm. that you forgive it. But honestly, it, to me, it has not even been interesting. I'm just like, can we just get to the match, please? Like, mm-hmm. every time I hear you guys, I'm like... Nah, I shouldn't even say you guys, because like you said, Punk's really not saying anything, but it's just business. It's Hangman. I'm like, I don't like this version of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, be confident and everything, but being, he's saying it's just business, and you can say, okay, it's just business, you know, and it, it will just be business when I beat you. And, you know, but I know people say, well, that's not fun, Like, but I don't think this is fun either. I think it's like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. You like you said, they're they're playing it. He's even saying those same things that you said. Like Eddie Kingston knew this about you, and MJF knew this about you. Is that coincidence? Like, well, I mean, again, Eddie Kingston and me have history. Mm-hmm. MJF is a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I don't know. It, to me, it just hasn't worked. But the match will be great. Yeah, it so, will be. And whatever happens, they're going to adjust, right? If if Punk wins, and then he's going to be like, ha, 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 I did it. And everybody's going to say, see? And I'm going to yep. be like, so? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, doesn't, it doesn't make that good just because, oh, he was right. It, like he was a prophet or something. Like, this is wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, like he didn't know it was going to happen. You know why? Because Tony Khan said it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't think it's good. But, again, the match would be great. So who do you think is going to win? That match. Oh, I I think Punk's winning. I th- I well, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Hangman retains, but everything just seems to be aligning for Punk to get his world title reign. He's been putting in the work for you know months and months through multiple pay per views. He's shown that he could go. He's not like you know part time in it. He's wrestling. He's not just wrestling to wrestle the big names. He's like having matches with like. Matt Seidel and like QT Marshall and these guys to show that he's ready to carry that on and he's done it enough and yeah I just think it's time and then I think Hangman is probably gonna get involved he's gonna get tied back into the elite stuff again probably after he'll have another you know because obviously you know anxious millennial cowboy you know he'll Go through some stuff, probably. The Bucks have been going through stuff, taking a lot of losses, because the Bucks are probably going to lose, too. Yeah, yeah. 
that'll all come back. He's he's gonna be involved with them again at some point, and I think that starts after he loses the belt here. Nice, nice. All right. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Punk too. And that that's just gonna be great. I'm fine with it, and I'm fine with him turning on the company and all that stuff. I just I'm intrigued. I just don't think it's as. <laughs> I guess it's because it's like some it's oh no we can't have that and i'm like why <laughs> that's why it doesn't make sense to me it's like i won't let you and I'm like, okay they don't want unhappy punk in aew all right that's why they love him he's back and he's so happy they don't want to see him because you know people are with aew you can't you know bring it down they don't want punk coming out there and oh, yeah. being that way Ugh. Oh, that'd be fun. They're hero punk. And now he so they're like AEW. Yeah. It would it now, look, I'm not I still the what they're doing with the build I don't like. But like I said, if he does turn, like I'm fine with that. Like, that's fine. That's why I don't think there's any reason to be you know there's nothing shocking or anything exciting about what uh Paige is saying. If they do it, fine. But it would be really funny if he talked, if suddenly he started like dropping promos about how he, he was better in WWE or something. Like, just like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, what? It, yep. it would just be funny. Like, that would bring me a lot of joy. Because everybody knows that he's not telling the truth. Yeah. It's just a heel promo. That yes. would be funny. Like, that's literally the only thing heel-wise he could do that would make me like really like pop like oh that's crazy yeah like he he's saying this now like that's insane like everything else would just be you know he he's awesome so he does a lot of things that mm -hmm. are just you know make you pop but there's different levels right like exactly popping is like oh you know like other stuff is just like oh that was cool that was yeah cool. like if he did exactly. stuff like that i'd just be cracking up i'd be like oh okay and then people are like this is what he was talking about mm -hmm. okay Still not a good build. <laughs> but the pay-per-view. Ah, looking forward. To, I can't is wait. Great overall. Yes. Matches should be pretty good all around. Yeah, for me, there's only two that I'm like, you know, the, well, I guess three, the Death Triangle and um, House of Black House match. Of Black. I mean, look, like you said, I think it'll be great, but I don't care. When I watch yes. it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. That's really good. Mm -hmm. And then Jade and Anna, and then the the 20-on-20 20 20 match. I don't really... <laughs> Final five, I close just enough. Have, I just have a bad feeling about it. That's all. Because <laughs> that's just usually what happens in those matches. Unless... It's fine because Jericho's a wizard, so he'll, he'll make it work. All right. Okay. Counting on that. William Regal will probably punch him again during the match at some point. That'll be funny. Did you see his interview on What Culture? William Regal? Where he was talking about how much he doesn't like... Chris Jericho, and he was like, I'm not joking around. He was like, from the moment I saw him, and he was like using all these British, uh, you know, slang, so I don't oh, know nice. what he was really calling him, because I'm like, what's a toss pot? Mm -hmm. And what's this? I don't know, but and I still think, you know, is all an act, but he was like, I'm being completely serious. I've never liked him, and I'm just thinking, didn't you just do his podcast? Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. you did. I was like, I... And I, I was actually wondering if Jericho was sitting off camera. I was like, that'd be great. <laughs> Is he trying he's to just get him at him. Yeah, and he's just looking at him going, no, I'm serious. I hate Chris Jericho. Like, it was funny. I was cracking up. He had him over to talk about the match and stuff. <laughs> I got to do this interview. Stay right there and keep your mouth shut. Yes. Don't I, go anywhere. 
Chris Jericho is the worst human being in the world. <laughs> Jericho's like trying to have a drink and he just like keeps spinning it out because he's like, what is wrong with you? Dude, seriously? Invite me over for this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's what's going down. You got uh, you got some uh, New Japan invasions on AEW during oh, Dynamite. They invaded the tag title match. That was a nice surprise. No, it was Jeff Cobb and, and who? The Great Okan. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Got it. Got From it. the, they're of the United Empire faction, led by Will Ospreay. So I'm sure we'll see Will, pretty soon. Yeah, when you know he had that match with Moxley, so mm-hmm. you kind of figured, yeah, that'll happen. But I know so uh, so many people would be excited about that, and you know I won't be. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, okay, great. Now I get more really ridiculous predetermined spots mm-hmm. i like how simon's been calling out all the tussles on the top rope have you noticed oh that? yeah he's like i told you this is a thing and i'm like thinking to myself like sorry simon but you're actually a little slow on this one <laughs> this this has been a thing yeah <laughs> now, usually you're on top of everything but that one it took you a little bit longer to catch on to it's like because you're just enjoying it you're just yes. like what are they gonna do but you're kind of going you're you're missing out on the fact that they had been doing it a little bit i shouldn't say too much but yeah but they they have been enough to where mm-hmm. when he's calling it out it's because it's it's a little bit too much so yeah now you're gonna get even more of that with him but you're also gonna get to have to set it up for 10 minutes like okay here goes a ridiculous Spot. Yeah, look, I know he's extremely talented. He is. He is. But there's too much stuff that I that he does that I'm like, okay. You stand up here, and then when I jump, you jump. Mm-hmm. Like, then that's not as cool of a spot as you think it is. But I guess I'm wrong because he's <laughs> you know there he's gonna get a huge pop when he shows. He up. will. Huge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I want to see Seth Rollins curb stomp him. But he, John Moxley curb stomped him when they had their match. I know, I know, and I said <laughs> that was tweet. funny. He was like, "You think I'm gonna kick out to his, you know, bleep and bleep finisher?" And I'm like, "Well, first of all, that's why it's his finisher, not his, because he doesn't yeah. do it as well." Like, you know, I'm like, "That's that's obvious. yeah, that's obviously kayfabe. Come on, yes, you know." But it's just like when I see that, I'm like, "If you're still carrying that like animosity, then you guys need to fight." Like, I want to mm-hmm. see. I, to me, that's the only like if if, if they did a just, crossover. Yeah, if there's gonna be all this real animosity and you're gonna keep throwing shots because of that whole situation, that's fine. But we need a payoff. Mm-hmm. Give us the payoff. And once I see that, then it's like, all right, cool. You know, now we can let's move on because people haven't moved on from Seth. So I know. If you're not gonna move on from Seth, then I'm gonna kind of look. I don't care about. Will Osprey. I don't watch him that much. Just yes. when I see it, I'm like, eh, you know, like there. He has that style that I question a little sometimes. Again, you know, when certain spot, like I said, do it with Jungle Boy. Though I love Jungle Boy, like he does things, but then I don't necessarily like Will Osprey's some of the stuff I've heard about him. You know. Yeah. And we've got into that a long time ago. I'm not going to bring that up again. But there are just other personality things that rub me the wrong way about him talent wise yeah i mean he's amazing yes you cannot doubt that mm-hmm. so you know you'll you'll remember it when you know you see him pop up at 
Forbidden Door and whatever he does. Exactly. So, but yeah, I want to see them to go at it one day. Yeah. Somewhere down the road and then squash the whole thing and then and then see what kind of magic they can make because you're like, oh, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. you're dumb, you're dumb, your finisher sucks. Yeah, and I know that's not exactly what happened, but you know, it's just this feuding, right? Yes. And then everybody taking sides, but then if they come together and it's amazing, then you're just like, you know, you kind of everybody just kind of relaxes. You're like, oh man, that was the chemistry, or mm-hmm. you know, or the the build was so because of all that other stuff. When there's some real life stuff to it. It yeah. just makes it better, right? Always. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. We'll see if that ever happens. But, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the main gist of it. The pay-per-view going on this weekend. Can't wait for it. Hope, you know, if you're watching it, I hope you enjoy it. Don't got, um, I don't got any new, like, WWE stuff off the top of my head, at least. Unless there's some... Uh, they moved the money in the bank stadium. Yeah, why? Do you know why? I saw that, uh, but I didn't see why. I saw a thing that said ticket sales, but I, I don't know how true that is. But ticket sales being too low or too high? I think too low because Allegiant Stadium was like a 50,000, 60,000 because it's a football stadium, so it was pretty big. I don't... So maybe they're only getting like... Hmm. I don't know. seventeen. Something like that, because that's what the new arena fills or whatever. Got it. So, that's probably the... Yeah, I mean, and I, some, I know some people will be, you know, kind of laugh at that, but usually they don't do stadiums that big unless it's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I, I, I respect that they tried. Yeah, it's kind of weird to me that they tried, but, yeah, I mean... It would have been cool if they sold it out and you got a huge arena for Money in the Bank. That would have been crazy. But, yeah, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna watch, and it's I not hope, gonna. You know what I hope? I hope it's like, and look, I know that the odds of this are slim, but I hope it's like the greatest pay per view of all time. Oh yeah, to where right. people are like, oh my gosh, we should have we should have got tickets and we should have been, and they should have had it at Allegiant Stadium. Like, yeah. how much better would it have been? Oh man, if it were sixty thousand pack. Like, I you want know. I want them to put on like the greatest show they've put on in years even though they have put on some really good ones oh yeah but you know just like so memorable that everybody's just so angry that they didn't go and yeah that'd just be awesome that would be great yeah yeah that's yeah I think that covers it so up next we'll finish off with some little bit little bit MCU MCU. okay so quick updates because a few matches were just added for the pay-per-view um Ruby Soho defeated Chris Statlander, so Ruby will be facing Britt Baker in the finals of the women's tournament. And apparently, according to this post, uh, the fans did not take it very well that Ruby won. So, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we both said just just a minute ago that we thought that Statlander should win. But, just like I said about you know Adam Cole... You're giving him something because he hasn't won a belt. Well, what about Ruby? She yeah, exactly. Belt. So, so I mean, if it's a great match, plus, then you know she can maybe get that rematch. Maybe she doesn't win it. Maybe mm-hmm. she what? You know, you you've got a story there. But I mean, I I, I do understand why people are unhappy. <laughs> yeah. And then they added Darby Allen versus Kyle O'Reilly. That should be a 
yeah, fun match. Again, uh, why? No, they've been kind of ended up uh, brawling a little bit after like the Adam Cole and Jeff Hardy match. They've been kind of it's 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 still weird that it's just a random one on one match. Yeah, exactly. But and then a mixed six were, person tag match. Unless they were planning on making it a tag, but then you know because Sting got hurt and he can't travel. Yeah, but I mean mm-hmm. something's going on, right? I mean he can't travel. Yeah. So I I mean I'm pretty unless that is fake, which maybe they're just setting something up, but you could have Sting that, turns on dirty. If that was the case, then why not say you know a tag match, who's Darby's partner going to be, and then Sting's music hit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that would be better. So that's why I don't I think that there's truth that he can't go anywhere. So maybe they just made it a one on one because they couldn't do a tag. I don't know. Yeah. And then a mixed six-person tag match. Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant in her first AEW match against Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, and Ty Conti. I mean, yeah, I, I see why, because there is, there, you know... I really hope this is the end. It's this. all connected, you know, everybody's yes. got a part in the story, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay, whatever. Really, I just do this on a dynamite or something. <laughs> I I really might not watch this match, right. to be quite honest. So, but on to MCU. Yeah, the only thing that you know, the new Thor: Love and Thunder trailer was out, and you got the the first look at Gore the God Butcher, and a lot yes. of people were not happy. That was interesting because he doesn't look anything like his character from the comics, like oh, at I didn't all, even know that. like nothing like it. Like, you know, it's almost, like, I want to say lizard-like. I mean, I guess... I, I heard uh, Voldemort with the nose. Well, that's what he looks like now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here, let me show you. Not that not that everybody else can see this, but... The but picture. this is for me and only me. So... I mean, I kind of do find it weird. That he looks the way he does. I mean, he that looks, is pretty different. He looks nothing but. like. To me, he looks nothing like it. But I don't really care because I didn't ever read the comics with that mm-hmm. character in it, so it doesn't really bother me. But it's notable that a lot of people are like, "What and why'd you do this?" And it's weird too because you know, one of the things that gets me sometimes about movies is how like certain aliens or other beings like look so human. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's another race that looks just like ours. And, and I mean, I know it's hard to come up with new ideas and also make it look good. And especially when there's been so many sci-fi shows and all that stuff. So I, I get that too. <laughs> but yeah, for me, not that big of a deal. But I like the trailer. I like you got to see a lot more of Jane, you know, in action. Yes. And I do wonder if it's going to be like Ragnarok. I love Ragnarok. Yep. But... There is something else I'm going to bring up here in a minute, but there's a lot of people that thought it was, you know, too campy. There was it was too many jokes and stuff like that, and so this Have does fun. look similar. Some I'm I'm curious about the Zeus stuff, like Russell Crowe <laughs> as Zeus. I'm like, it. I'm not sure I feel about that yet. Like I I didn't think it looked great. I was like, uh, this might be a part of it that I'm not a huge fan of. But will that affect my whole feeling about the movie? Like I don't know, but just. From that little part, I kind of went, um, what are they doing here with Zeus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so 
But overall, I liked it. What about you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to this movie. So very, very enjoyable. Watch everyone. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where these characters are at after yeah. recent events. Seeing, obviously, Valkyrie's really cool character. So seeing where she's at. And then... How Jane got the, the hammer. Yeah, that's going to be fun to see how that all happened. Some people are speculating they you know they think Thor's dying. He's gonna Ooh. die in this one, so I'm like, oh okay, like that'd be interesting. But oh, well because you know now yeah. you have Jane there, and so I could see that. Gotta pass the torch. And then you have Valkyrie there too, so you know I could. I mean I could see it, but I don't know. But yeah, it looks it looks really good. And then uh, so what I was gonna say was there was somebody posted on Twitter, you know one of those, you know. One has to go. Four movies. One mm-hmm. has to go. It was Captain America: Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Thor: Ragnarok, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. And I'm like, that's oh. easy. Multiverse of Madness. Get it out of there. Yeah. It doesn't. One of these things is not like the other. But I went in the comments, and there was actually a lot of people who were like talking about how they hated Thor: Ragnarok because it was too jokey and there wasn't enough emotional weight. And I was like, I actually don't agree. Like, I get what you're saying, but I think you're wrong. We mm-hmm. didn't take the, the stuff, you know, take them talking to Odin yep. before he died. That was that was powerful. Take him telling Loki, you know, hey, I've always thought the world of you. Like, those little scenes, like, you, you say, oh, it should have been more. No, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you had all that. Somebody was like, they made it seem like Hulk just wants to fight. Okay, but... When they made him Smart Hulk, everybody got mad about that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like, and this was, he was angry because of what happened. And, you know, I mean, I just, I I get with your whole character, you're a character of a, or a, a Hulk character. A I'm fan, a whole character. Hulk fan, or a fan of these characters, like a really big fan. Like, you know everything about them. I totally get that. But some of these guys have been around for so long. And have had so much story that there's a lot of story to tell. And yes, you want certain story and you're, you might not ever get that. But this is still a, that's still part of his story where he was just going out there being very destructive. <laughs> you know, and you say, oh, he never liked it. I mean, that's like, um, what was what was the movie where, oh, no, it's Loki. In, in the Loki series, he was like, honestly, no, I never liked it. Mm-hmm. Bull crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I know that was a different Loki in a sense because he left the timeline and all that yeah. stuff. But no, uh-uh. He did enjoy it. I don't, when, when, Got him that was one, one line that I was like, oh my gosh, don't do this. Like, he should have left it how it was when he first said it. And then later on, he's like, no, I never, the truth is, I'm like, oh, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, you know, I just thought, I, I was surprised at how many people said that, so I'm going to be surprised. Or I'm not going to be surprised, but I'm interested to see what the reaction is going to be to Thor Love and Thunder when it comes out. But anyways, yeah, I'm super pumped for it. Heck yeah. And then Miss Marvel, there's uh, the social media embargo lifted, and so a lot of reviews coming out for the first two episodes, and a lot of people have glowing reviews, but they also said, you know, it, glowing reviews because of the actress 
whose name I will butcher, so I'm not going to say <laughs> it. She does an amazing job. And just, okay. there is, it's not like the other shows, but that's kind of, you know, that's what, that's what the Disney Plus shows have been, right? They've been different. It's giving you a kind of a different thing. Uh, Grace Randolph is comparing it a lot to kind of Turning Red and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. She was saying oh, there's little... yes, there's, my favorite movie of the year. There's references and there's little cameos. I don't know if there was cameos or a cameo in one of the first two episodes that were that was really cool. So, and then, you know, we saw Turning Red. I don't know if anybody else did, but you know how, uh, you know, it's like growing up, mm-hmm. right? And so, and but you also have this power, right? And what that does. So, to me, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I, I'm, it makes me want to see it more. Yeah. I was a little, kind of like I talked about that one matchup. I'm a little hesitant. I, you know, you're a little hesitant because you're like, oh, is this just going to be, is this just going to be a kid show? Mm-hmm. You know, but now I'm just a little bit more like, oh, okay. Like, that's, I mean, yeah, it might still be a kid show. Chippendale's kind of was like a kid show, but that oh, was yes, awesome. But if you ever oh watch the Chippendale Rescue Rangers show on, or movie on Disney Plus, the new one, it's awesome. Check it out. It was, so man, that was incredible. But, yeah. <laughs> but that was all I had. I mean, I'm sure that there's stuff I'm forgetting, but that's all I have. I'm hungry. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you're about to get hangry. Mm-hmm. And we can't record when you're hangry. I'm done. Thank you for tuning in to our Multiverse again this week. Enjoy your NBA playoffs. Enjoy your pay-per-views. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. We'll see you next time. Peace out.